hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of my Inside Voice podcast. Oh, wow. What an awful weekend for me. Like, it's Monday at 4 p.m. I'm just getting outside. I feel like ass because I just don't want to be here even more. I just had such, you know, long weekends are supposed to be, but when you, okay, long weekends are supposed to be really, you know, a welcome break and all that stuff. But when you're unemployed and you are not living where you want to live and you're not doing what you want to be doing, um, it can take a toll. It's just like this, again, I've talked about it in my last podcast episode. It's just this fucking weekend it's a weekend full of people that shouldn't be home. They should be fucking at work. Or um, they should be in a, in a place where I don't want to see them, you know? <laughs> I know that sounds really weird, but yeah, it's just, it's just been a really emotional roller coaster. Um, and I think my boundary work was really tested this weekend. Um, I was really, uh, <laughs> my boundaries were crossed. My, I wasn't getting enough sleep. I kind of got sucked into this vortex of unhappiness and melancholy that I should have protected myself against um and I feel bad about it and I don't really know like what to do about it and therefore I the anxiety is just on 100 right it's on 10 and I feel really um I don't feel good about it I don't feel good about giving up on myself in the way that I did and being and, and abandoning myself the way that I did. I tried to have a balance, but it just didn't work out. It just didn't work for me. It just, I can't have a balance at this point um, with me because I'm a chronic people, people pleaser and I just don't have a good handle on creating boundaries and being stable enough when I try to have a balance and try to have boundaries but still you know do certain things for certain people but in a you know in a different way it it doesn't work out I I have to really radically just um, keep to myself and And when I do that, I feel really good. When I'm radically just being myself and having a really great time being alone, it changes my brain chemistry in a way that makes me feel like I can move through this life in a really good way. And 
anyways, so that was the weekend. Um, surprisingly enough, this episode is not about what I just spent the first five minutes of this podcast episode talking about. This episode is regarding a clip I saw from, so they're doing, Hollywood is doing this live action reenactment of Snow White, right? And so the main actresses in this movie kind of are going around um, press and and stuff saying, oh, the original Snow White is, you know, this reenactment is going to be completely different. They're changing the story. The original Snow White is is not you know, who we want in, like, we want to make it, um, so she doesn't get saved by the prince. So she doesn't have this, like, damsel in distress feel. And, you know, and then I saw TikTok reacting to that clip. Um, and she was like, why not? Why can't girls be soft and still, and, and get saved? And I'll talk about the saving part, get saved by their Prince Charming and, and by true love and still be badass. Why can't both of that shit, why can't both of this exist within a woman? Are we so, like, I don't want to, and personally I agree, why, why do I want to see a movie of a woman constantly working herself to the bone to prove that she can play with the big boys? Why is that a trope that is so, has become so... It hasn't, actually. It's, it was a trope to kind of help women discover the multifaceted, their multifaceted selves. But it quickly turned into, like, nobody wants to work these days. It quickly turned into this, like, capitalistic, um, you're not worthy if you're not working type of vibe. And I'm like, in my opinion right now for who I am because I'm leaning into my divine feminine and because I'm leaning into this softer more vulnerable more open side of myself I want to be saved by my prince by my king by my knight in shining armor I want an op I, like I want to do nothing and have an amazing partner that sh that that loves me and worships me because of just my existence not how much money I make, not because of my career, not because of my anything, just because I exist. I want him to, I, I want to be saved. And I know that's not a popular thing to say. And to be honest, I feel kind of cringe saying it as me, being me. I don't feel it's not a natural thing for me to say, oh, uh, I want to wait and be soft and vulnerable and open and do nothing but just exist. I'm not used to just existing. I'm used to fucking working myself to the bone and struggling and enduring and then getting a crumb. I'm not used to just doing nothing. And I fed into that narrative for years. I fed into the narrative that being highly capable and independent and strong and hardworking and shit is like, you know, the only way to live life. Uh, hard work doesn't come easy for me. It comes 
as a response to trauma. And while I'm very self-motivated and I'm intrinsically driven, I don't necessarily want to work myself to the point where I can't even enjoy my life. To the point where I can't, I don't even know who I am anymore without external factors defining that. And so I, I want to be open and I want to be vulnerable and I want to be sexy and I want to be hot and beautiful and have people do things for me and, and be given to and to, to be able to receive that, right? And to be able to be okay receiving that. I want that. As a woman, I don't want to be, like, it, it, as a woman, we are programmed for suffering. It's in our DNA. Men have to go, I, I think about the, the conversation in Fleabag where she's like, she, she's talking to Fleabag and she, th this woman is talking to Fleabag and she's like, men have to go and find trauma. They have to go and find and be traumatized and go and find war and fighting and to, to, you know, have that. It's not inheritedly attached in their DNA to suffer. For a woman, it is. We come into this world suffering. We are cut off from our childhood very early to accommodate a responsibility that we are not ready for, but somehow groomed for. And I don't want that anymore. I felt, I just, just like that, I was, I was, you know, groomed for hardship and heartache and work and pain and suffering and, and war. You know, if you've listened to my past lives podcast episode, I have known nothing else but war and pain and fighting and just everything. And now I'm just tired. I'm giving up. I don't want that life anymore. I don't want that uh, that white knuckling, painstaking, painstaking, staking, heartbreaking existence. I want to exist in a bed of flowers while birds chirp my chirp to me, and we have a conversation chasing squirrels and and um i'm looking up at the sky and there are no problems there are no fucking responsibilities and one day i'm i'm lying in this bed of roses and flowers and and you know thinking about nothing at all and i happen to stumble upon this prince and he look takes one look at me and says you're the one for me and then takes my hand and leads me into a the fucking horizon into a life of bliss that is what I want and that is it's funny because I I, I kind of admitted it to myself that I want that and then all of a sudden like I started to read books about that I started to um, watch movies and, and, and art started to really speak to me in a different way that it never spoke to me before and I started to really lean into joy, like true joy, what that means for me and how 
vulnerability is, is this hidden monster for me and openness and love and how all of those things are just so, um, not what I was born and brought up to want. And so I became scared of them. I became afraid of being open and vulnerable and to trust and to, um, be creative and, and, you know, jump off cliffs and just know that I'll be protected and just know that I'll be safe. I, I be, began to be afraid of those concepts and, and so I abandoned them and, and I made myself kind of hard and, um, bitter and resentful and angry and it really took a toll on my psyche and I didn't know you know the anxiety started to to break me and this past weekend I got a taste of what I sort of stepped out of I got a taste of the contrast of how I've been living for the past 37 years and then the improvements that I made to not live like that for the past few months. And then this weekend, I was introduced back to that hard living, to that disgustingly closed off, uh, armor filled, hate, pain filled life. And I completely unraveled. I lost my shit. How could I have been living that life? And it wasn't even close to what I've been living for the last 30 something years. But I, I thought to myself, how could I have lived this my whole life and not, uh, and, and live to tell the tale, right? When you walk into a softer way of being, any other being feels wrong to your soul. You reject it automatically. You know when you're having sex, okay, hear me out. You know when you're having sex with the wrong person and everything just hurts and your body feels, at least this is how it's been for me, your body feels like it's rejecting that person and you obviously do not orgasm and you just feel ashamed and, and bad during and after. That's how it feels. And then you have sex with somebody that is meant for you. And everything is foreplay. <laughs> everything that they did, they walk into a room and that's just, you know, gets you hot and bothered. So that's what I felt this weekend. Everything was difficult. Everything hurt. Um, I just wanted to lock myself up into a room and never be seen again. I felt like everything was so difficult and I felt un... I felt just angry in the worst ways. It wasn't angry to fuel my ambition. It was angry like, why am I even here? This is not fair. I felt ungrateful. I felt tired and drained. And I'm like, oh, I never want to live like this again. Like, why am I, why am I living like this? You know, I don't want to do that. 
And so today is the, the fever broke and I was able to, I was really anxious this morning and I was able to kind of breathe through that and I had a list of things that I needed to do and I didn't do any of it. I just did what felt natural to me and that felt really good. And now I'm going to Starbucks and I'm getting a fun little drink and I'm not doing anything on that list. I can do it later in the week if I need to, but I am living softly again and my blood pressure is low, my tone of voice is regulated, my nervous system feels more online. Um, I just feel better. Um, and that was, and, and I just think that more people, more women, we need to give ourselves a little bit more credit in terms of how much pain we take on, on top of the, the, the type of pain and suffering in our DNA and try not to fill up our plates to the point where we want to burn the house down. And when I say house, I mean ourselves. Because I don't know if you're anything like me, but when I face something hard, I tend to take it out on myself the most aggressively. I don't lash out anymore. I lash inward. And when I'm pushed enough, when I'm pushed into a corner where all I have left, all I have, the only option I have to do is to survive, I will choose death. I will burn myself off because I don't want to be in that constant state of flight or fight mode anymore. And uh, the past few months have really taught me a new way of living that I can actually have different options to live. And I don't have to choose the same painful, suff uh, suff suffering existence. I don't have to choose that. That's not my only option. That's not even an option anymore for me. So be vulnerable, be open. It's really hard for me. I'm, I'm still on the edge of that cliff and I haven't quite jumped off yet, but I think today I might jump off to the point where it feels like flying. I love you.